Welcome to the Writer's Block. This space is for aspiring writers, indie and published authors who desire tips, tricks and tools to foster confidence in your ability to write. This space is also for voice actors, editors and literary agents. All those people whom are writing adjacent. Let this space be a haven, a resource, and a reminder you can write all you see and see all you write. Grab your pens. We're about to circle the block. I am deliberate and afraid of nothing. R.G. Lloyd, activist, writer, Writing is one of those things that the more you do it, the more you learn about yourself. The more you learn about yourself, the more you can be honest with what it is you want to say. And then being more honest with what you want to say, the more apt, the more keen your senses become in recording the world. The writer Toni Morrison says it this way, my authenticity comes from the street, whether I've been there or not. One of the things that about Tony that is so amazing and that I believe makes her fiction and even her nonfiction, as far as her op-eds, her essays, her think pieces, what made it so genuine is that Tony owned all of who she was. As a writer, it is essential that you develop what I call owning your and. No one person walks through this life without being at some intersection. No one is just one thing. No person in this life is a monolith. No person in this life has existed in a vacuum. And since they have not existed in a vacuum, that means they have come up on something, as my mom would say, or been confronted with something, or been touched by something that has not changed them. The writer and incredible, oh my gosh, so incredible, uh, sci-fi writer Octavia Butler says in her book, The Parable of the Talents, something that I believe is keen to remember as far as it relates to the things that change you. If I remember correctly, it goes, everything, everything in life changes. No, all, no, all you touch, all you touch changes. And all you change touches you. God is change. And again, forgive me if I didn't quote that correctly, but that is from her book, The Parable of the Talents. Change is inevitable. And because change is inevitable, that means growth in the absence of change is impossible. So with those two things being true, you need to understand that it is essential for you as a writer to own every part of you. Own the dirty parts, own the ugly parts, own the sexy parts, own the parts that only you are comfortable letting you see. But it is essential that you own that. It is essential that you begin to remember who you are with and without a pen. And here's why. It is essential that you own your entire being as a writer so that you can tap in 
to the stories that are within you. Now, I know that sounds very esoteric. I'm sorry, esoteric. I know that sounds kind of scary. I know that sounds kind of, um, you know, breaking the fourth wall. And on to and to a certain degree, it is. To a certain degree, in order for you to write the way that you want, you're going to have to break that fourth wall. You're going to actually have to look at yourself with a depth and a clarity that you can't find around and with people you know. And because these things are true, you have to answer two questions about yourself as it relates to owning your and. The first one is, who am I? And the next one is, who I am? The reason why these two questions are important is because it will dictate how honest and how earnest you are in your work. Let's examine the first statement. Who am I? Well, these things are pretty generic. This is your name, your date of birth, you know, your zodiac sign, and whatever attributes are related to those if you believe in, a, in if you believe in astrology. You know, your parents' names, your your familial history, your ancestral line, uh, any family secrets as it were. Those things are those things we can we can put under the who am who I am. I'm sorry, the who am I? Because those things can be answered pretty factually. These things don't have to be researched out in most cases. These things are just, you know, your personal walking around knowledge. Just like for me, I know what my birth name is. I know what my maiden name is. I know my, I know my, uh, my siblings' names. I know my mother's, I know my mother's maiden name. I know my grandparents. Those things, those attributes, those social qualities, as it were, make up that question of who am I? I am Bessie's daughter. I am Richard's daughter. I am Marcel and Molly and Willie and uh, Albert. The, you know, again, all my grandparents. I am their granddaughter as well. So you know, those two things can be, two things can happen uh, at the same time with that. So you can walk and chew gum and know who I and know and answer the question, who am I? The other statement of who I am is a little different. These things, this part of the equation, only you can answer. These things come by self-discovery through trauma in some cases, through heartbreak in some cases, through joys, through victories, um, through grief and loss and sorrow. But those things only you are intimately familiar with. And if we are allowed the freedom to say who I am. That is what gives your writing the credence and the power and the openness for you to spill on the page like you want to. That particular part of the equation, again, the who I am goes to who am I really in love with? Do I want to stay with this person? What things make me happy? These things don't make me happy. This is the trauma that I've endured. This is the trauma that I've gotten over. These are the things I do to cope. These are the things that are destructive. These things under the under this portion of the equation have to be answered by you as the vessel. 
these things have to be answered by you as the writer. Only you can do this. And the reason why it is crucial and important is because if you can't answer this on any front, whether that be the who I am or the who am I, if you can't answer any of these, you are then doing the world a disservice because they're only getting a facsimile of you as a writer. They're not getting all of you as a writer. I'm not saying that you need to go out and tell everybody your body count, who you cheated on, who cheated on you. And your dad is not really your dad or your mom is not really your mom. I'm not saying go out and just spread that around. What I'm saying is that the who I am, that is when you begin to own your and. That I am black and woman and. I am black and male and. I am, in certain cases, I am white and female and. Or I am indigenous and. So you have to be able to own that and again those things only come through work because how do you know what you like if you've never done anything been anywhere or seen anything you have to be brave in these things my dear ones you must become brave and that bravery only comes when you decide what it is you want from your work because you can only write about heartbreak so much from a very outside standpoint you can only write about, um, in certain cases, racial injustice from, from for so long from an outside standpoint. You still need to be able to be honest within yourself as to what it is that you like, dislike, believe, don't believe in, and would like to believe in or would like to see more, more of. What turns you on? What seduces you? What repels you? Those things go under the who I am. Those things will empower you to look at a scenario, to look at, to look at a situation, even to help record the world and have another basis for that. It's one thing to go on truly about, I'm sorry, it's one thing to just go through life on what people have told you. It's another thing to go through life with what people have told you and equipped with what you already know. And some of these things can only be, can only be learned through wisdom. And sometimes, you know, as the adage says, um, wisdom is gained, you know, through the loss of youth. You know, experience is gained at the loss of youth. So you have to understand that in owning your and, it's not, it's not going to be simple. It's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be impossible. And you can do it. And here is a way forward. Here is a quick exercise to help you to own your and. I want you to get either a piece of paper or a quiet space and begin to ask yourself these five questions. The first question is, what was I told when I was younger that I no longer believe in? The second question is, which is adjacent to the first, Why do I not believe in that anymore? The third thing is, what makes me happy? The fourth is, what event in my life that I can honestly say has changed who I am? This could be, again, so this is is one of those pendulum questions. 
So this can swing as far left or far right as you would like, but only you are going to see these answers. So remember to add, to answer it honestly. Answer it honestly. And the last question, which is again, this is not an exhaustive list, but this is just a this is just a quick exercise to get you going. And the last question is what do I know? What do I know about myself that I have not told anyone else? When you can begin to answer those things honestly and justly, then you can truly begin to own your and. And don't just think of owning your and as something to do exclusively with you know an or a sexual orientation because clearly that's a that's a part of who you are but that's not the total makeup of who you are so don't totally focus on that i know it may be easier to do that especially for my writers who still may be closeted um as it relates to L their uh lgbtqia identity and if you are only if you are only comfortable admitting that to yourself right now that's cool that's fine again this is a safe space the thing I want you to realize is it's a part of who you are. And as uh, my Nana would say, what, what is in you will eventually come out of you. So you have to understand that as vulnerable as you can be with this exercise will only empower you. It is not just totally based on who you love, even though that may be a factor in, again, discovering your personal who I am. But you need to be brave, dear one. You must be brave. The reason why you must own your and is that through your work, you will help someone else to do that. Uh, as Morrison says, language may be the language may be the letter of our lives. And what we do with it. One of the goals of writing, I truly believe, is to help heal and free people. That is one of the side effects, as you were, it, as it were, of writing. You eventually free somebody else. You eventually inspire somebody to keep going, somebody to love again, someone to embrace who they are and, and be ready to live life fully again. Is essential, it is essential for you as a writer to own your and, own all parts of yourself. Let not anyone else determine those things for you. You have the who I am that is in front of you. You already have the who, who am I answered. But you, my dear one, need to discover who you are. And once you discover who you are, nothing will be able to stop you. A writer that is confident in themselves is because that writer knows themselves. And as Hamlet said, to thine own self be true. As oft quoted as that is, it is the most radical thing that you could ever do. It's easy. The most person. 
whom is lied to is the person in your mirror. Make it your point from today forward to stop lying to yourself. You have a world to create. You have a world to conquer. You have a world to, you have a world to record that is waiting for you. And you hold the key to its complete exploration. The time has come to leave you to your thoughts and words. The hope is that what was shared in this space was encouraging, empowering, and a catalyst to write. Special thanks to Valor Music LLC for all audio production and mixing. All business inquiries and advertising inquiries can be sent to circlethewritersblock at gmail.com. If you feel so inclined to support the work of this podcast to continue to fight erasure of black and minority writers, consider supporting through Cash App at dollar sign J-B-H-W-R-I-T-E-S, that's J-B-H Writes, or PayPal at S-G-L-L-C dot one zero three eight at yahoo.com. We will see you next time when we circle the block. Are you having a hard time finding a Black narrator? Your search is over. Let Ghost Readers bring the voice in your head to life. Ghost Readers provides voice services, ads, audiobook narration, and even super simple, ready-to-go voiceover templates. Visit ghostreaders.com. Let us add soul to your words.